Hey, welcome everybody. It's uh, been a couple of weeks and uh, we just wanted to say thanks for coming back. Thanks for sticking it out for those last couple of weeks here without us. Uh, and good uh, Friday morning to you, Evan. Oh, welcome good Friday to morning to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a little unfortunate. Um, my wife works, obviously, at a junior high and... The government doesn't really give a fuck anymore. So yep. when there's a case, they're not quarantining entire classes anymore. There needs to be a 10% amount of respiratory illness oh. in order for there to be a lockdown at a school. But the problem is, scientifically, the not value of this virus is estimated to be anywhere from two to up to four for the Delta variant. Yeah. Which means. For every person that's infected, <coughs> they're infecting up to four other people yep. with the virus. So, if you do the math, 10% of a school, in order for a shutdown to occur, they don't show symptoms for the first week. Yep. You could have up to 50% of that school infected before they see the 10% respiratory illness bullshit in order to do the shutdown yeah. it's complete and utter idiocy yeah and I, I i don't know what to say anymore man like i apologize i, I missed you guys yeah uh, you i just didn't want you coming over here and uh taking that risk and i think if more people did this shit we wouldn't be in this fucking issue in the first place well but that's exactly it man like and you don't have to apologize like we understand that's that the <clears throat> one of the things that i actually took pride of was the fact that like you're my right wing buddy like the right wing opponent which would typically to most of the people that i would i would normally associate with on the left they would hear that and the first thought they'd have is you'd be the last person to quarantine the last person to get get the the shot just because that's what's associated mm -hmm. with, with a lot of the time and so i took pride in the fact that like you you wanted so bad to have the podcast and you were agonizing over it. And then we're just like, look, we, we, we can't like the, We just got to be safe. And I love that. I take that. I think that that means that you care about us and that's a huge thing, right? Like it, sh it shows, yeah, but, course, but yeah. I think that, I think one of the reasons why it was surprising, well, not surprising. I'm not surprised by you doing the right thing, but it might be surprising to anybody listening is just the fact that like, it seems so rare right now mm -hmm. that somebody cares about somebody else like and not just themselves well e even if you look at it objectively like uh, if you were gonna take the randest approach yeah. and say i'm gonna take the uh heed heeds and uh you know um lifestyle choices from this group of people or this group of people and which ones dedicated the majority of their lives to studying this specific issue? Yeah. What the fuck are they saying? Yeah. I don't care what your trucker Bob uncle fucking wants to do. Yeah. He shouldn't have any opinion over public health mandates. Because yeah. frankly, this is why we're in this position. Because people are getting to this point where they're like, my freedom is more valuable than public health and safety. Now... I disagree with that on a logical premise yep. because public public health and safety is your health and safety. Yep. And if you selfishly care about yourself, your well-being and your family and your friends, why wouldn't you in turn just get the fucking vaccine? 
Yeah. The rest of the world is saying, this is what's going to cure this. This is the solution to this problem. Like, I get they're telling people, and people, some just don't like being told what to do. Yeah. But th- like, these are the people that have always hindered societal advance. Yep. In any society, any point in history, it's the people that refuse to understand scientific change. And it, 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 like, do you want to go back to the Dark Ages? Ask yourself that question, because this is what we're moving towards. Yeah, frankly, (laughs) and unfortunately, we live in a a democracy where these people, when they become a majority, will have say over all of the intelligent and then we're fucked. But that's one of the things I think, like, so in the last two weeks, there's been a lot of shit that's happened. We've had the federal election uh, come and go. Uh, What a fucking disastrous waste of time that was. Six hundred million dollars. Yeah, talk about not caring about other people, caring only about yourself. Wouldn't drop a penny to to getting clean drinking water to indigenous people, but will uh, try and isolate more power when he has the opportunity. Well, all he'd say is, if I had those extra votes for a majority, the native communities would have been the top priority for this government. Yeah, which is total shit. Of course, he's just proven that, like, oh, he probably would have got rid of first past the post too if he had a majority. Like, no, it's it's. It's just political bullshit and posturing. But one thing that we can take from that is those extreme morons on the far side, like mm. the ones that that are are calling themselves pure bloods, or the ones who are who are saying that they're pro choice and they're trying to to take on the the abortion uh, uh, terminology, which is absolutely appalling because. At the same time, I haven't heard of this. So a lot of anti-vaxxers are now saying, I'm not anti-vax, I'm pro-choice. And they're trying to call themselves pro-choice while at the same time being anti-fucking abortion. I did see a Tucker Carlson episode where he discussed this. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of these people are trying to like basically lift that that terminology Hmm. from the abortion movement, which is insane because like especially with what's going on in Texas right now, where you have like websites have more ethics than their guys government so yeah website (laughs) websites have pulled web other like have pulled the rights of the owner of the website so the guys who host the website so i think it was godaddy pulled the web uh, the 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 site itself multiple times now because they said it violated their guidelines even though it didn't fall below the guidelines of the government of texas so yeah (laughs) the ethics of godaddy are better than texas but well, uh, you know what? That doesn't surprising. surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw, yeah. motherfucker! Uh. But, but one thing to take note: one, one, there's a, there's a, there were a couple of nuggets of positivity out of the federal election that I kind of wanted to pull out, and one of them All right. was the PPC, the People's Party of Canada. That freedom. Oh, no. I wanted crowd, to know what you thought. Well, uh, got zero seats. The ones that think that everyone's sheep realize right now your one favorite tagline is the only thing that you should be labeling on your backs. If you don't like it, get out. I voted for the People's Party. Oh, man, I'm fucking disappointed in you. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Oh, man. But you know what? Not many other people did, and uh, if they don't like it, uh, they can get out. I think that they just clicked the most with my political and economic beliefs. I don't think oh, this. Man. Oh, it would have no, been private this is interesting. Care they would have been private, like yeah, and that's how it should be. We. I'm not saying privatize it like the states and make it an oligarchy mess. I'm saying take your fucking hands off and let business be business. Business it being business is what becomes the wild west. 
Whenever there's no hand, we've been over this, man. No, anytime, <laughs> anytime you t- get rid of regulations, then business does whatever it wants because business's bottom line is the only thing that matters. There's no ethics. So you can't take your hands off. You can't privatize this shit. Like, that's why I'm disappointed. Fucking, you could have voted for any other party. If you <laughs> voted for the Star Wars party, I would have been happier. But well, uh, they didn't have a candidate in this writing. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, either way, Honestly, I'm very happy was, that they it, have no representation. It was between that and scrapping my ballot because I, I don't see the conservatives and the liberals as really any different anymore. No, they're identical. I, uh, I think they're just a bunch of people that have been in government too long and have all the connections and have to get away with doing nothing on our tax dollar so and both, both of them are ethically corrupt and fiscally corrupt only one of them is socially corrupt mm-hmm. and that's that like the, the conservatives the fact that o'toole was allowing mps to be behind uh massive pro-abortion movements and also to be vocally anti-mask and anti-vax as well as uh uh i believe there was one mp that was even pro electroshock therapy for the gay community so <laughs> holy so fuck we're talking like repressive <laughs> shit what the fuck? like yeah, but this is but that's that's typical those things are always associated with conservatives you will never find a person who supports a left-leaning party that is pro electrocuting gay people that's well, okay. that will yeah, never I mean, happen not, yeah. the, 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 uh, but the left has their own issues too oh that. i'm not i'm not saying that you they know, don't like i'm not but saying I'm just, that's and, a good thing and, and you know what the, pe- the people like, on the right that's why i said socially too. corrupt yeah i mean like, that's that's the but, but you're aspect. saying i would be hard to find someone that did this very specific weird fucking thing well, well so, yeah i mean socially all of those those points that are tied to religion are always conservative mm-hmm. like that, totally. so unfortunately all, and, yeah. and a lot of people associate that with the right which well, I, I think the point of me on this podcast is to show you know our our, our meager amount of listeners that there is a, a right wing uh, that doesn't involve this traditionalism this mysticism and this complete lack of altruism while preaching altruism and you yeah. know, I I think it if, doesn't really exist in the it, states. I it don't doesn't, think, right? Like because they're so pro religion. Mm-hmm. To find someone who has both left their religion and not like left the 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 political ties that would have been ingrained in that religion yeah i think is almost impossible well the, the, the people like that wrote the fucking charter and that whole country exists because of it well the constitution yeah so i mean like yeah. that, but that's uh, yeah i mean the, the writing of their constitution is an interesting one most of it was done by one dude like the rest of them just kind of were the frat guys in the group project but yeah, like the the weird way to think about it, but yeah. Well, yeah, like if you don't. I mean, I, I wasn't there. Contribute. I'm sure each contributed in their own fashion, but who knows? Well, I think it was like twenty six of uh, of the the main pages were written by one guy. I'm pretty sure, but uh, my my U.S. history is a little bit Mine's, foggy. Yeah, but either way, it doesn't really matter. I, I agree with you that like it was it was. They weren't, I wouldn't say a right winger, because at the time there wasn't really this idea of a political left and right. There was, uh, at the time, what they were separating from was a theologically based system, right? Mm-hmm. So there there was no time for the left because the left was often killed as witches or whatnot early through the, the, the in the, no if we're going back to England no, I, I, in the 1600s. I, I disagree 1600s. with that because, yeah, if you look at the, in, the industry side of things for sure, but uh, like the, the same issues existed. They were burning witches because they looked weird. You well, know? there was actually oh, no... It, this happens so we're going to burn them and this is the same thing we're we're, we're tying these religious traditional values into society and fear-based it It was always fear-based right exactly it but that's what but 
religion dominates the fear the fear industry, right? Mm-hmm. Like it would be like if we're talking if there was a direct link showing that all obesity is tied to high fructose corn syrup and we were getting upset that we were only targeting coke. Like the reality is is yeah, sure there's a shit ton of other people that that, that use high fructose corn syrup, mm-hmm. but Coca-Cola is, is accounts for so much more than its fair share mm. that it makes sense to use them as the the main opponent, I think. It, it's a good example. Well, right? uh, but Definitely. you could also make the argument and say that Mexico drinks the most Coca-Cola out of pretty much any country next to the states. Oh, this is my favorite argument, though. They use cane sugar exactly. in their cola, which also leads to obesity. So oh, why yeah. don't you just call a no, calorie said, a calorie and sugar sugar? Well, I, mean, yeah. I, I was I, all I was saying was if there was an example of mm-hmm. that tie being made then that would make sense to talk about coke just like there is an example of the ties being made of social social ties to uh, uh, like conservative or restrictive or fear-based social movements coming out of the religious community Mm -hmm. so it makes sense to target the religious community it's not just the religious community that starts those things but because they are such a dominant social force or at least have been for so long like business now is arguably the dominant social force it's taken over right like the u.s still fights and pretends but basically religion has had to become big business in the u.s Mm. so you have mega churches and you have these pastors and jets and all that i feel like if i was american that's straight up what i'd be doing televangelist like i got the voice (laughs) i got the weird fucking body i look like you know john candy and you know, Charlie Sheen. So I, you know, I think that would be it. But like the fact that you can make that amount of profit out of that belief system just shows you that it's not a belief system. It's a business. And that's exactly what you're saying. What what shocks me is that how these things are still tax exempt. I, (laughs) well, yeah, but that's, (laughs) that makes no sense. That's what I mean is like, it shouldn't be get your hands off. It should be get more hands on. Yeah, right. Sure. So this is this is why, like, going back to the PPC thing, like, when there's something you can't trust, business, religion, other people in general, then it (laughs) makes more sense to have uh, uh, regulations than none. Well, I I agree. There needs to be the the government's only job should be to protect its citizens. Yeah, it shouldn't be getting involved in business. It shouldn't be uh, getting involved in personal lives and opinions and the bedroom and what goes on there and how you identify and what you want to be called. That's none of their fucking business. Well, but a lot of those things come to protection, right? Like if you're let's say like uh, if it's the government's job to to fund mental health and that's mm. how we're going to say we're we're protecting Canadians. Well, okay. Well, how do we protect Canadians then if that's their job? Right? Would they like if you're having well, uh, I suppose, mental health yeah. issues? If, right? if, if yes. So yeah. like if if under the guise of protecting Canadians, you got to fund mental health. So it's expensive as fuck to do it after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. Like we found out that paying the cost of cleaning up the mistake or you know trying to get the toothpaste back in the tube is impossible, right? It's always way more costly to try and clean it up after the fact than just to take. Care I hate of your to shit I hate to ask, but why help them in the first place? Well, this is that. Well, because you just said it's the government's job to protect people. People that produce. Well, you didn't say that. You just said it's, uh, it goes the, without saying people. in the system of capitalism, wouldn't it? Well, I don't think it goes without saying because that produce that that requires only uh, wage labor capitalism, and you'd have to think that the system has to evolve because wage labor isn't the only form of labor anymore. It used mm-hmm. to be right, but 
you know, the, it, history has always given a nod to the the laziest people, right? The the laziest farmer was the first guy to hook up his plow to a fucking ox, right? The and so like the 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 la- the laziest tra- transportation guy was the first guy to go fucking. I'm jumping on a horse and I don't care but if I fly the, the, off. That's the, right? yeah, I, 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 I'm I putting a string around. I his wouldn't neck. consider an innovator a lazy person oh they were lazy in regard to the task they were doing for sure right they are incredibly ingenious or hardworking on on getting out of having to do that hard work and that's the thing you're you're, you're either going to be the person that invents and simplifies or you're going to be the person that has to work for the person that invented or simplified the thing so let's go to let's think about a handful of people right now that exemplify those those uh those inventions right in this capitalist system so we've got like people like I know he's passed away now, but Steve Jobs was always one that was used for a long time. Bill Gates mm-hmm. is another one that's yeah. used all the time. Elon Musk is one that's used all the time. Mm-hmm. These guys who are like, oh, I used to spend 14 hours a day in my garage. Uh, my company was only worth a thousand bucks. And, you know, I managed to build it from nothing to something. Well, right. Yeah. I think hey, Bill but, Gates is a good example. I would I would I would kind of shy away from Elon Musk. Fair enough. Uh, his past is quite spotty. He wrote himself into business accounts uh, as being a founding owner, even though he'd come there even up to i think eight years before the company was founded like he, he was there after yeah. and he'd go he went back in the work notes and wrote him in, wrote himself in as a founding member and uh, he, he then sold the, <laughs> sold himself with that company basically saying oh i founded this yeah. uh, to kind of get the, uh, the the monies i think he needed to create some website I, I'm not sure. His, his, his fucking history is weird. I watched a YouTube documentary about him. And his I'm whole like, thing Whoa. was PayPal initially, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PayPal, and then there was like X the something capture recapture stuff and <clears throat> whatnot around there. And then yeah, he had a bunch of different uh, X projects. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. So so regardless though, like that's what we always hear when it comes to the tech innovators, which are really the only innovators we're hearing about these days. It's what Kim Crichel was talking about mm-hmm. when she yeah. was on, right? And it <laughs> tends to be oh, they spend 12, 14, 16 hours a day in there. So who's taking care of those people? They have 16 hours a day to tinker on a project that doesn't pay them shit while having food, housing, clothing, medication, everything taken care of. Hmm. They are the most privileged people ever. They get to only work on passion projects. Have you had 14 hours a day for a year to work on something you love? I sure as shit haven't. Hmm. Not once in my entire fucking life. Right, these are the most privileged cunts ever. But I, so but I don't. I don't, look at I don't look up to oh, them. Oh, at hold all. on, but you, ha- you also have to look at it the other way too, and say instead of going out and drinking or starting a family or getting a house or doing all this, they decided to dedicate the majority of their time to something that could have failed completely. You know, that's, that's a total risk they took. That's fair, but they worked. had the ability to take that risk. I didn't have Not the ability to take that risk. Not necessarily. So because somebody goes and spends 80 bucks on a Friday night, and that's how much it would have cost for me 15 years ago when I was in my time, yeah. <laughs> the late sure, teens, 20s. Oh, yeah. but, but, but that 80 bucks doesn't buy me 14 hours a day of anything, True. right? That was just a handful of drinks. So I think that that's, that's a... 
That's the the same capitalist bullshit that we see, like, when you see Chase Bank sending out a tweet that says, like, them, oh, I can't afford this. Oh, really? Well, why don't you cut back this coffee, cut back that one, or cut back this thing? When really, all you have to do is look at Chase Bank and go, hey, dumb fucks, you had over $13 billion in profits last year. You managed mm. to cut how, mu- how many of your wage earners from that and send them on to public funds through welfare. Like... The the corporations never actually look at themselves properly, and the people who created them never actually look into the labor that created the the business. Capitalism doesn't create innovation. Nothing about capitalism creates innovation. In fact, socialism mm. leads to innovation. Capitalism uh, expands that innovation into everybody everybody's hands. It distributes it. It's a very efficient distribute uh, distribution system because it creates incentive distri- to mass produce stuff. Yeah. Right, well, but it doesn't actually innovate. give you the opportunity to ma- to to produce anything from scratch. This is why we're seeing de- like we're not seeing developments from scratch. We're seeing improvements, tons of improvements. Don't get me wrong, fuck loads of improvements, right? But not a lot of things that are coming out of nowhere. Going, oh, that's completely brand new. That how do you, how do you mean? Me. Well. Everything that we see, like right now, the only time we're ever seeing complete and utter innovation is when uh, in in uh, gadgets, for example, tends to be with the the NASA IDEC, the, those types. The people who are doing at home, their tinker projects, and children, mm. right? We're getting weird children popping up all around the world as like these next future genius because they came out with some water filtration system yeah. in the ocean that can filter through salt water or a robot that can go through beaches and it can determine between rocks and metal objects and pick them up and clean them and and like these things are literal projects that have been designed by children that go all, all over. But these are all tinker projects thing. Uh, and these are people who are living in socialized systems. They Their lives are paid for. So they have the time to do this. And then capitalism goes, there's a way to make money off that. Let's expand it. Right? So capitalism, what, what they do is they look at someone who's created something and they socialize their life to make sure that they can continue to create. Yeah, but like that's, I, I, that's what they do. I think, yeah, sure. Kids might invent some things here and there uh, under their parents, you know, selfish interest to have a kid and provide for that kid through the capitalist system itself. But I think that's a that's a question of self-interest as well. You know, like if the parents chose to have children, they could afford to put their give their child the life that they think they wanted their own choices. You know, if that kid has the extra time to enrich their knowledge at a younger age, it's going to give them a tremendous advantage in the capitalist system. Yeah. Now, I, I think that the capitalist system you're describing is the very bones that need to exist on the meat that is that child living in that socialist atmosphere that you describe. Um, I don't think that you can really say uh, a guy like Henry Ford, who changed the entire planet with one invention, uh, capitalism innovated it to the point where it is now. Arguably it'd be James Watt that changed everything because he's the one who came up with the original engine. But... I get I get where you're coming from, but but we have to kind of take it back before that even because so I guess I guess I'll ask like in terms of the the best that ever was Kobe Bryant best basketball player there ever was five mm-hmm. championship rings absolutely phenomenal how many hours a day do you think he worked in the off season I have no clue six hours a day okay, okay. um go through the best authors ever Charles Darwin. Uh, mm-hmm. arguably wrote the most world-changing book 
in history. I agree. Right? Uh, how many hours a day do you think you worked? I have no idea. Four. So everybody who, like, if you go back through time, pre-industrial age, uh, so if you if you skip behind the the industrial age, the average serf owed four hours of labor per per week to the to the king or to the landowner. Mm. Right. So I'm not saying a serf's life was better. Don't get me wrong. Serfs' lives were not better. Right. That's full stop. They had a fuckload to struggle for. <laughs> they there was no that what I, what I was it's saying just like was it's that, weird you bring that up. No but. no no. But what I'm saying is that the cap, what what made the capitalist system better is not opportunity for the individual it's the expansiveness of the connections that it creates right trading posts be on on every corner instead of and every province right the when you have it on every corner it gives all of us the opportunity to trade when you have one in every province only one we're we're all going to just pile all our shit onto one buggy and one buggy guy is going to go to the next one because it's just too much fucking work to do it right so fewer people more more and more people can lift themselves up with more trading posts on an individual so it creates more of an individual success level right so i do i do acknowledge the fact that capitalism has a role to play in connecting everybody what i'm saying is that in post-capitalist society which is we are all connected now we don't need to create more connections. In fact, the connections we're creating now are digital ones. Those ones are hurting us. They're hurting us really badly because, so for example, text is not something that we evolved to communicate through, right? Like writing came fucking thousands and thousands of years this after we were born. Very good point, right? And yeah. now mm-hmm. we all in this room, I think, can and agree that y- we uh, we think it's more efficient to communicate via text and email. But you know, from a business standpoint, if if you look back at history, sure. the people that made history generally had higher IQs. And when you look at educated history as well, you know, the, the only people that really knew how to write were the educated. Well, yeah. Let's be honest. So the educated, pretty much whatever they said was happening, happened. Yep. And, you know, we look at society now where anybody, and not just the educated, not just the rulers of societies, anybody can write. Yeah. Anybody can put something in space for everybody to see. Yeah. And quite instantly, too. Like, TikTok's probably the best example of that. Yeah. You can post a video that's just either hilarious, dumb, or both, and all of a sudden you have a, a following of two million people. Well, Twitter was my favorite content. one for that because it was text-based exclusively. Like, I'll actually give TikTok credit where it's due. I think that the video aspect of communication, we get to see other people. Yeah. So, like, I see pops and lo- pop and lockers, and like you see these dancers. And what I, one of the things that I actually get a kick out of, which I think most people will miss in the videos, is look at their apartments, right? Like these these people yeah. aren't living huge lives, right? But they're still phenomenal dancers. They're still having fun. They're still living like they're they're enjoying themselves. So I like that. But I think Twitter actually embodies it a little bit more because it was text exclusive. And for the longest time, it was only like eighty characters or whatever it was originally, like mm-hmm. it was or one hundred and twenty. But it was like very very limited. And you have examples of people's lives changing by by putting text, like a a joke that we would take say in our room, right? Like. Oh, uh, like the girl, the woman who flew to Africa, right? And made an AIDS related joke and quite literally sent a tweet, turned off her phone for her flight. And when she landed, she had been fired and she had lost. Uh, there, there were, there were oh. news articles everywhere across the country oh. written about her. Mm-hmm. And this was someone who was just saying like a, a dark joke that probably was not, it was, it was in bad taste, but 
<laughs> would have gotten zero punishment yeah. had she just said it verbally it one-on-one and that's what people don't understand and that but that's what i mean is like yeah. the the connections now that capitalism is creating are actually to cr- make the us more efficient workers not more efficient people i'd agree and the problem with that is that more efficient workers are more hurt people right we uh, found that uh, in, in what way because the more efficient you you are, the more you have to actually focus on multiple things at once. It's emotionally and and intellectually it's then exhausting. Leave what you're doing. You and don't do have that option. Else. You don't have that option, and you know uh, that. You, you, Within the restrictions of current capitalism, there's about forty fucking companies that own almost everything. You don't have the ability to just leave. And if at any point in time, so if the United States defaults on their loans, which this is a side note, but oh, we're going the, if, there. Okay. If the, if the United Jeez. States defaults on their loans and they can't pay their military personnel, and you take into consideration consideration the fact that almost all of their wealth is privately owned and you look around the world and you look at almost every terrorist nation's wealth is privately owned you gotta wonder who the fuck is gonna start paying those people to do whatever they want right so like at the end of the day we need to be careful with entrusting private corporations because they they're when we know that their only job is to make us more efficient workers at doing whatever we want and we know that we're only a handful of steps removed from them having the biggest military on the planet we don't really want to continue down this fucking path we need to stop it in its tracks and so we don't need these uh, communications anymore we need to so what one thing that could happen in the next six months, which has ha- come out in the last two weeks as well, is that we're about to get um, a, a crazy radiation storm. Sweet. Yeah. But it could knock out the internet globally for three to six months. That at different spotty mo- uh, versions. That makes me so happy. Yeah. That could solve everything. Um, that, or at least it'll cause a lot of other things don't get me wrong but it could solve a shitload of things because without the communication without the we can't we can't ship to the same level we actually have to become more resourceful on a smaller communal level we have to actually shrink our ability can you imagine down how valuable cash would be can you imagine how valuable land would be canada becomes an immediate target to the United States because we have farmland and they've been building uh, shitty apartments on theirs for fucking generations now. So... it's a good point. Like, we... It, it becomes very, very interesting, though, because... But they, they also have infrastructure to set up internet, if that happens. The U.S. military does. So, the U.S. military... So, the, the internet was originally created by the U.S. military. They would have a way of communicating. Mm-hmm. So, they have their own private web service. Mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about is the radiation actually impacts the under-ocean cables. So, we're talking, like, full-scale sta- full electrical communication being fried. Oh. So, it's not... This great. is not just... Yeah, this is not a satellite-based okay. issue. This is an under underwater hitting the wires issue. Uh, yeah. This is starting to sound less and less feasible. So it becomes, <laughs> yeah, it, it becomes a very, very big issue. Yeah. Um, I think a solar flare is a huge issue and it could happen literally any time. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> we've been, we've been kind of bouncing around, but yeah. I think, I think that what I wanted to get to was Lots really to just, about. yeah, we have so much to talk about, but I, <laughs> I think we're going to divide this into a couple episodes. Here. Yeah. I think we'll probably think have another make one. Make a few more this. points. We'll cut this. We'll do another one. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've got till noon so we could, yeah, we I got till about 1130. Yeah. So. Right um yeah so i think that what so one there, there's been a book that's inspired me i told you guys about it off air but i'm just gonna tell our listeners right now so um 
there's a book that's really been getting to me. Uh, I've always felt like I've been working a lot. I know that I can look around to my peers and I can go, look, I've got, I've got as much or more than most of my peers. And I can attribute that to, you know, the 60, 70 hour work weeks I put in when I was in my twenties. And you can look at that as a sacrifice won or a sacrifice lost or whatever. Um, I tend to look at it as, you know, pretty neutral. It was just a decision I made. Um, but I've always felt like in order to get anywhere, I had to work so much fucking harder than it ever looked like anybody was ever working to get just that extra little inch. Just that little inch. Like, I never felt like I was climbing the ladder exponentially. It was always like, you know, you put in an exponential amount of work and you get an extra 10 cents uh, on your paycheck kind of thing. And um, the book is called Do Nothing by Celeste Headley. And she kind of breaks down why a lot of people feel that way. Um, she goes through the the psychological and sociological uh, history of work and workers and employment in general through the industrial age um, and unions and uh, and how wage wars were a huge thing initially. And basically, I think that one of the more interesting points, because we've talked a lot about capitalism, its expansiveness and how Milton Friedman was a was a huge part of it. We've talked about. You know, this book sounds like hot Marxist garbage. No, it is not. <laughs> it is incredible. <laughs> facts, not feelings. There, Evan. I they, know. She has kidding. all the she has all the facts to back it up. But uh, but one point she made that I think will stick, and I think that this is one that you'll actually really really like. So one point she made was that following World War II, where we got like we were forced to put women into the workforce and everybody was forced to work when prior prior to that not as many were, uh, people were um yeah. it was typically a one male salary would pay for roughly four people's life mm-hmm. right um we the system realized that they could get everybody to work so they realized oh if we can make everybody work more we, could, we could get more stuff actually yes. not entirely so what she says was industry basically had a choice coming into the 50s mm-hmm. industry had gotten to the point where they, it was efficient enough through machine work that you could either reduce people's hours or you could increase the amount of things you produce, mm. right? And industry chose option B, right? Of course. Increase the amount of things you can produce, right? Now, what happened from there has just been exponentially doubling down on that decision as opposed to ever looking to reduce the amount of hours but this is why when i've constantly well, it depends come back, on the business though because scarcity also plays a fact in the market but too. it's always fake scarcity like diamonds, it is right it, it so is. it's not actual scarcity it's always just uh it's it's they lean into it because they own they own some sort of communication benefit but mm-hmm. that's actually what i was just going to tie it to is one of the things i've always brought up as the common enemy is marketing marketing didn't need to exist prior to an overproduction because the only time you need to convince people to buy shit is when you've made too much shit. Mm. You need people to buy more of it now, right? And it actually became an inter- interestingly nationalist and political thing because you have to now buy shit made by John, not shit made overseas, right? Because those overseas people, though they might nuke Pearl Harbor or they might, you know, they Pearl Harbor, right? right? But they, but but this is, or they might be Nazis or whatever, right? Like they, like now there are business partners, but uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was a <laughs> yeah side digs. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, it's it's it was it, it was constantly industry choosing to expand production as opposed to give back to the people reduce our hours because we can produce more than enough right <clears throat> we can produce more than enough that the world needs we know that because we have so much waste 
We overproduce. We're actually no longer efficiently connecting. We're purposely not efficiently connecting to make sure that every we we maintain that illusion of scarcity. There's an illusion of a scarcity of food because we don't efficiently transport it around the world, right? The United States produces more than enough food to feed a good multiple other countries and yet 25% of their children are are, are starving. 25%, one in four children do not know where their next meal is coming from. That is the most pathetic country to have ever walked this planet. No, it's uh, the freedom of choice. <laughs> ah, the choice to be a starving child. No, uh, the choice of the parent to have the child in the first place. Oh, That's the fault oh, of that parent. Of having the ch- choice. Okay, so when uh, what if they tried to have cho- chosen an abortion? Pardon me? What if they tried to choose an abortion and were blocked? That's... have access to what if they tried to choose uh to not have sex but were raped or tried to choose to have to, to use protection but actually didn't have any or didn't have the money to get any i think it would be a woman's choice at that point to have an abortion or not i know i, I know you government... do but you're giving me a far right kind of side jab and not i didn't think that was an authentic no jab. I, I i just ask because it, it it just it just startles me that you know freedom of choice just wasn't wasn't really considered at all in what you were talking about. Well, I don't I don't think that. Well, I I guess I always go back to childhood to before you can you can really structure what a choice is because I do think that when it comes to nature versus nurture, nurture plays a larger role than most people want to consider, and the marketing barrage happens when you're a child, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's it's interesting having a kid now and you go like I go into YouTube and I have different things that are marketed towards me now. All of a sudden like like 12 volt cars, like those little Hummers and shit. Those are like popping up on my feed. And oh, like, the the ones that the kid, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I always wanted one of those yeah. when I was a kid, man. Oh, one of my a, neighbors had one and we never like he, I, I'd go over to play with him and he just fucking never let me use it. Yeah, and he'd be like, no, this sense. is my Jeep. And I was just like, fuck you logan (laughs) yeah but like but it's funny like marketing marketing starts really young right like if you if you just put on treehouse the commercials that go on to treehouse are craft dinner they're they're all kids based items but they're they're literally selling them to the kids so that the kids nag their parents for them and the parents have don't have the emotional they're emotionally fragile and they just break and eventually buy it this is how you you break down people's freedom of choice they don't really have it and then you go through the education system in the u.s where it's almost exclusively religious based so they teach abstinence uh uh or abstinence rather right uh and so they they, they don't wrong yeah but completely wrong so so there is no freedom of choice because you don't know what the options are right like if you if i go into mcdonald's and on their order board all it says is a cheeseburger right and 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 that's the only thing it looks like you can order and you go well i guess i'm gonna have a fucking cheeseburger and the guy goes what you don't want a big mac you fucking it all right i guess here's your cheeseburger <laughs> you're looking around like what are you talking about i didn't know that was a, you know, even an option it was like yeah you're just a fucking idiot you should have known uh-huh. like like the rest of the world can see more of the sign you're just a dumbass with most of it blacked out like mm. the u.s is blacking out everybody's signs on purpose so they are all ignorant their education system is based off oh, ignorance right and religion thrives under ignorance they need people to be ignorant right yep. like it's so pathetic but like 
my favorite TikTok to go down is uh, is the people who are going after the uh, Church of Latter Day Saints, so the Mormons, and like for, <laughs> they're former Mormons, and they're for like these are the ones that are saying they're like this is this is brainwashing. This is how our pastor used to talk. Our pastor would talk about this and that and the other thing, and all of its ridiculous stories. But they would constantly just do fear mongering, yeah. right? And so. I don't think freedom of choice can exist within capitalism. I think that's the irony of it. I think you only ever get the illusion of choice, just like you only ever get the illusion of scarcity. Mm. Right? Capitalism's great at producing. That's why scarcity won't actually exist. Right? Mm. But they're great at producing fucking illusions as well. And I think that that's the biggest issue, is that it's that illusion. It's like right now, why it's hurting us so badly to our cores is because... I think that we have all just met Oz and he is the the stupid little fucking dwarfy mustachioed asshole that we all thought he was. <laughs> right? But we are living in Oz and we can see behind the curtain. Yeah. And it sucks. It sucks knowing that it's all an illusion. And it sucks even more. Like I think this is the perfect year for Matrix 4 to come out. I could not Ooh, think more. Amen. Have you watched the previews? I haven't. I don't want to spoil oh it. No my spoilers. God. Oh my god. <laughs> no spoilers. Please. Oh, fucking earmuffs for a second evan this is for I, our i didn't like, even know this was coming okay okay so, i'll watch it i'll watch it after okay all right. so all i'm gonna say is in a in the minute and a half trailer i watched neo is just plowing through blue pills like you wouldn't believe he is eating that shit like candy to stay in the matrix this is the world we live in right now you have to purposely delude yourself to believe that the system is working in your benefit mm. this is the world we're living in in order to make the matrix work you have to to opt back in if you've ever seen behind the curtain you can't forget that shit so you need to blue pill it it's the only way to get back huh and i think on that note <laughs> I think you broke my brain. Sorry, bud. (laughs) It's okay. I'll watch the trailer now. Okay. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Tune in uh, sometime. And keep taking those blue pills. You know the ones I mean. (laughs) Have a good weekend, everyone.